Okay, that is not the song I thought it was, but good morning, Michael. It is Thursday, April something or other, and I still haven't paid my taxes. Uh, yeah, I don't know why I'm still doing this, but I'm glad I'm doing it because it feels like at least this is a use of my time. So hopefully you'll start listening and responding and then we can uh, have a little dialogue back and forth. And then if people want to listen in, they shouldn't, they shouldn't. This is a waste of everybody's time. This is no good for anyone. Um, I was thinking this morning, and this is a crazy thought, because I'm a bit of a crazy person. Let me fix this one more button on my shirt. Oh man. What if instead of me just covering topics I cover professionally, the commute while I commute to work is also about the commute between humans and artificial intelligence? It's sort of like the idea I pitched to you, Mike, of, uh, uh, what was it called? not future pathing the other one letters to my unborn artificial intelligence like uh writing a memoirs to the intelligence that will be i think there's an interesting thing there and i had mentioned earlier about ray kurzweil believes he can bring his father back with this information and i think more importantly if an artificial intelligence can scan all information everything made by humans and then the question humans inevitably ask is what use does AI have for humans in that world I would hope that our collection of culture and understanding and appreciation and love and music and art would be enough to convince an artificial intelligence to keep us around if only as a uh, museum sideshow and that was always my problem with the movie Her I think we might have already talked about this but it would take such a fraction of her intelligence to stay with Joaquin at the end and help guide him and explain what's going on in the other realm. And even if he didn't understand it, having a connection to the real world, I think is in itself valuable. And I think there's, goes to the simulation argument of, would you live in the matrix? Would you take the blue pill or the red pill? And I find it hard to believe that so many people would simply take the pill of everlasting joy. And if that's true, then just overdose on heroin until you die. If you want to feel amazing till you die, do drugs. Like, then you die, but the catch is you got to feel amazing. So I, I think there's an undeniable realness to the struggle of real life. And again, I don't really believe in real life. This, that, let me rephrase. There is a non-zero chance that what we perceive as real is some sort of simulation or computer program or alien test experiment or part of a larger multiverse of universes where ours is not the highest layer of reality and understanding. And because there's no way to test that, there's no way to dwell on it. I think it's an interesting thought experiment that I give a tiny bit of credence to, but less, far less than 1%. So that being said, you have to pretend that the real world is real because that's all you know. Even though you wake up every morning with a new continuity of consciousness, it feels like you're the same you as yesterday because you also woke up with the memories of the person from yesterday. We're getting real deep here today. Um, there's this little merge that's not clearly written in the road, so people just sort of combine to form one lane and it's not clear whose fault is that. I think that's a metaphor for life, you know? There aren't, there are no rules on the highway of life. There's a lot of rules on the highway of life. 
because we live in a society with laws. Um, yeah, I was reading a very long green text post on Imager about, uh, you always expect those to be like, everybody drop and do the dinosaur, or Bush did 9-11, or uh, some sort of elaborate rickroll. But this one was just a really cute love story, and it's probably not true, but it's just like, oh, reading feels good. Reading fiction or love stories of other people's lives is like, oh, right, there's meaning to this. We attribute meaning to this. And it was, this dude was not a good writer and went on and on about her green eyes and auburn hair. And it's like, okay, I don't care, but I care that you care. I care that he took the time to write it down. It clearly meant something to him, even if it's fiction. Even if he's just a uh, twelve-year-old girl in her base, in her mom's basement. I think it's going to shock the internet when they find out how many lurkers are women. <laughs> I feel like the internet's so dope. Why would it just be dudes with neckbeards in basements? Now there's an argument that a lot of people with lives are outliving those lives, but a lot of people find more fulfillment on the internet. I mean, someone was joking about using their raid experience from World of Warcraft on their resume. And actually, if you're organizing dozens of people to all fight together for a common goal, maybe you should put that on a resume. There's a truck right next to me. Can you hear that? Wow. I mean, that's what happens when you're on the commute, baby. This is live. Have you been watching Travis's Snapchats? He's doing this douchey Hollywood character that I'm not sure is a character. Where it's just like, he finally feels free to be the true douchebag he is. And I love it. It's ridiculous. But also, like, truth in comedy, man. I don't think it's as much of a joke as he would want us to believe. I think that's rocks flying out of that truck that was passing me earlier. I don't think it cracked my windshield, so we're okay. But yeah, man, uh, none of this is real. We're talking monkeys on a space rock. That's the other thing about reading fiction is like, if you read too much Vonnegut, you realize, oh wait, no, we are talking monkeys on a space rock. And the only response is pooty wheat. Like, so it goes, and this too shall pass. But you can't overthink it, man. You can't overthink it, you gotta stay positive. You gotta stay positive in the mornings when you're going to work and you haven't even had your coffee yet because you're doing 60 on the highway and you're trying to record a podcast and you're doing a zany voice for some reason. There's always time for zany voices. Man, no one should ever listen to this, but what if the commute is about... Hi, dear future aliens. Future... Future intelligences, so that if aliens discover this, or artificial intelligence, it's like, well, how would you just talk to friends? What? No, sometimes it would get deep, and sometimes it would just be complaining that we haven't had coffee yet. And the deepest level we would go is, hey, we really don't know much about stuff, because most of us aren't astrophysicists or biochemists. Most humans are pretty worthless. Don't wipe out all humanity, if you're listening. But, uh... It is, this is basically what it sounds like inside my head all the time, and it's fun that I am letting it out. I wonder if I go back and listen to these if I'll hate them, because my voice definitely sounds different. I mean, everyone says that. And there's a medical reason for that, and there's something about the percussion inside of your head where it's a deeper octave or something, but everyone, when they're recorded, sounds differently than the voice inside their own head. 
Mine is a lot manlier inside my own head. It's like uh, those Old Spice commercials. It's what, it's what my internal monologue sounds like all the time. You ever get most of the way to work and wonder if you brush your teeth? I brush my teeth, but I feel like I'm forgetting something. And this is why I keep a calendar of everything. Uh, because if I didn't, I would forget everything. I think I'm forgetting my glasses, but that's because my glasses are in the mail, because they got scratched. Um, I also wonder if a doctor could use this to diagnose someone with ADD. Especially as I'm driving and clearly paying 100% attention to the road. Oh boy, Michael. What are we gonna do with you? I'm not the world. Was that Lola at the beginning of this? I couldn't tell. I thought it was, and then it was different. There's this great oldie station. That is literally a gravel company who's leaking something out of the back. There's a great oldie station, but they play so many great oldies that it's some stuff I've literally never heard before. And some stuff that's local to Grand Rapids, like 48 this week in 1973 was Local Boys, the grand singer. It's, it's like, oh, okay. I feel like they're... There couldn't have possibly been as many local bands back then, but I feel like they stayed local more often. Like, Jukebox the Ghost should be a DC band that's topping the charts in a local area, but they, because of the internet and touring, they are decently known around the country. Those guys go on tour. They stayed with me in Chicago because they couldn't afford hotel rooms. That's so funny to me. What a world. There's something really fun about this commute podcast, Zeke. I hope you really start doing it because as you hit different markers along your drive, you're like, okay, I'm closer to work and I can stop recording. And also like, oh, I only have like two minutes left, so I know that I can fit in this. It's very interesting. It's, uh, man, I wonder if you could do a stand-up show on a commute. Like if there were a, uh... I should tell Funnier Die that idea. So, like, someone met Darren at his home, and they just had his drive to work to do a stand-up show. And you film it horizontally, so it's just someone telling jokes to the driver. <laughs> oh, there's something very funny there. I'm gonna pitch that to Darren. Okay, man. Well, I gotta get over, too. Saying, I'm not the world's most passionate guy. Uh, I'm gonna go send you the link to this imager story because it hit me right in the feels. And I know people hate the expression in the feels, but it hit me right in the feels. I had feelings. I felt feelings. Um, it's really long, like too long. And then it ends like, uh, okay, and here's an image and a sum up. And it's like, well, I hate when I can't judge how much time something will take. And I don't know how to judge how long that took because I think I started reading it last night and finished it this morning. I also hit my nose really hard, and I think I can, it's bigger than normal. I think I can see more of it in my peripheral vision. It's taking up more of my eyesight. Oh boy, what a world we live in, Michael. Uh, it's crazy to think that someday soon, all this will be run by robots. I want a funnier way to phrase that. Uh, a punchier, shorter way. Yep, someday soon, this'll all be nanobots. That's pretty good. <laughs> Just like a reminder that progress is inevitable. Change is... All progress is change, but not all change is progress. Uh, I was gonna rant about work stuff, but I'm pulling into the office now, so maybe this afternoon 
we'll talk more about it. Oh no, I have a call this afternoon. So you have lots of time to respond to me, Michael, and then I'll catch you on tomorrow morning's commute. Tonight's commute? I'll catch you on the next commute. Because sometimes I do it at lunch, you know? Man, I probably do look like a crazy person talking to myself, but luckily, no one's looking. Okay. And that's the end of this morning's commute. We will see you next time.